Blog Talk Radio. Well, good evening, everyone. Welcome to Tuesday evening at PGN. God bless you. Thank you for joining us. Today is June. June. We're in the middle of 2023. Wow. Right in the center of God's circumference and view here on PGN, middle of the week, almost middle of the week. So praise God. Thank you for being here, joining us. Thank you for bringing your faith into the household of the Lord uh, here as we connect in this very unique and innovative way for the presence of God's, uh, the portal of God's presence to meet us here today and every day, really, PGN. So, um, yes, so uh, PGN, you know, is very unique. Thank you to those listening online as well and those that are uh, dialed in, tuned in in any way to hear uh, the voice of the Lord this evening. And um, and with your hands raised up, you're welcome to raise your hand at any time or dial in at any time for ministry. And just click one on your keypad, uh, and that will cue put you in queue and cue me that you would like to receive prayer um, of any sort or share a ministering word. So um, I was going to say, oh, the other day I was, uh, you know, doing my broadcast. So uh, last week it was just, I wasn't here. No, but I just want to say, if you use the um, if you use the app on PGN, generally I'll do my programs a month out at a time or whatever, and so you can just check there during the day or an hour before you you know think, oh yeah, I was going to listen to PGN tonight, and see if the what time the next program comes on. So it's very rare that I don't have it there. Sometimes I do leave it blank in the month. Like I might pick one day where I leave blank ahead of time because I'm not sure about the time reference and I, it's easier not to have to go back and delete the program or that, that way. That's not good that way. So anyway, that's just a heads up if anyone's interested on that. So thank you for your patience. I feel Everyone had a good holiday and was safe and was blessed and had a time of celebration, fun, and resting because that's what Jesus would have done. <laughs> no, it just came from a work meeting. We were talking about, um, we did talk about Jesus and his, um, how he was all, you know, encompassing. He did do those things. He rested. He celebrated. And uh, he went to events, right? He went to weddings. He went to events with the people to have fun with them. So anyways, and to fellowship, you know, be near them and enjoy them. So praise God. So pray. So thank you, Father, uh, for this evening, Lord. We thank you for your spirit. Thank you for your spirit of joy and of unity. And um, Father, how you bind or bound you, I'm sorry, in the spirit, God, um, is the bond of love for you, Father God. So we thank you for that, Father, uh, in Jesus' name. We thank you for your goodness and your steadfastness. And meeting us here this evening, Lord, we, I thank you, Lord. I just uh, yield myself unto you, Lord, and I ask that you, your spirit flow through me and just unlock and um, reveal uh, what you desire, God, by your hand and your heart, Lord. You are the master of all time. Um, and so we thank you, Lord, whether it be past, present, or future, 
Lord, uh, we want to step into your wisdom and your revelation. Um, in Jesus' name, amen. So today I was uh, wanted to talk about this. Let me open this thing up over here. So um, the time between the Old Testament, okay, so the last book in the Old Testament, as you know, because you guys are good followers of the faith, is um, Malachi. And up to the New Testament, which we know is Matthew. Okay, that in that time frame there, we're talking just talk a little bit about the Israelites, what their faith looked like, and kind of what they were going through just a little bit, and, and that 400-year time period. So by the time that the book of Malachi had ended, between that time, is 400 years. And it was um, that Israel had the land, uh, they were back in the land <clears throat> under the rule of the Persians in the time of Malachi. And then when the book of Matthew opened, they were living under a different world, under a brutal, um, the brutality, if you will, of the Romans, okay, the imperial Rome people. So there was this time frame of what was happening there and the, this, this, Say that word. The, the place where they were scattered as well, Deuteronomy tells us that, in the Persian Empire, and then it moved to the Greek Empire, and then there were differenting expressions of hope that the people had, right? So if we think about this, even in their time and in their culture and in our time and in our culture, okay, because the Jewish people, while they had their land or Israel had their land that they were in, they still did not have the political and the religious freedoms. Um, they were still, kind of, those two things were kind of still in exile. So they had one part of the picture of the promise of God that they were living in the land, but yet politically and religiously, again, those two areas were still in exile for them and they were living out their faith, right? And we know that in the Israelites, um, in their journey with God um, and their time with Abraham, which that shaped the Jewish life, or the Jewish, yeah, the Jewish life in concordance with who God was, right, during this time period. And they were, you know, a monotheism nation, which believed, Israel believed in one God, the creator of the world and ruler of all history. We read that in Deuteronomy a lot, and they also declare it at their ceremonies and their festivals. That's just, that's just there, that's solid for them. Um, they believed in the election and the covenant that God had chosen them and bound himself to them in a covenant to carry out his um, saving purposes. They had the Torah. Um, so that was the direct law of, um, for the people and his promises. They blessed them if they stayed steadfast in their faithfulness to his law. There was the land in the temple, okay, and that moves over to Zechariah 2.13, I think that is. Um, they, they believe they were chosen to serve and worship the one true God in the temple at Jerusalem and experience his blessings um, living under the direction of God's word. 
And then there was hope for a future redemption, um, which is the act of God for them. Okay, so again, they went through the Persian, I don't want to talk about this one particular part, but the Persian Empire, again, then they went through the Greek Empire, I'm just moving ahead on these notes. Um, okay. So now in Daniel, because I think most of us can uh, identify with this as well, like as far as associating this time frame, because I don't think we're necessarily taught about this time frame, but in some ways we are. It's just not associated in this particular way. They might just talk about the Persian Empire, but not relating that to the time frame. Oh, goodness. The time frame of when it happened. So when, when Daniel was in the Persian and like the Babylonians, because I think the, you know, the, those are somewhat similar because I think the Persians overtook the Babylonians or vice versa, one of the two. So some of those two kind of cross over, do a little bit of overlapping. But also Daniel was um, during that time period too, right? So that, and like if you think of, why well, I say that to say, is that if you think of that being as like a Babylonian time period, right? Mainly we're taught when we go through um, the book of Daniel is uh, that time period and just the steadfastness and the focus and the fortitude that Daniel had um, in sharing his faith and stepping out, right, into places that were unknown, but just, you know, hey, this is, you know, what God said. This is where his spirit is. And, um, and drawing near to him, even in a, you know, a present evil age, if you will, um, him and his friends, right, and everything that happened there. Because that's just for clarity picture, just so you have a reference of, okay, this is, that is a, like a capsule of what I'm saying here. In a different way. <laughs> so then happened. So there were different differing expressions of Israel's hope. Let me go just back here for a second. Okay. And it is this. <laughs> That's okay. Um there were the Pharisees and they were expressions, right? They were expression, but they were more um, and, and compromised to the pagan Greek culture. But they were in some ways an expression. And then there was another group that came out from the Mac- Maccabees, but they were in a revolt um, in the Greek culture as well. There were the Sadducees and the priests. And they were the official teachers of the law and recognized um, the mainline Jewish religion. Um, But the Sadducees depended on the favor of the Romans um, to position them in society. So in some ways they compromised there by collaborating with them. And then there were the zealots, if you remember that, and one of Jesus's um, apostle Simon was a zealot, so he was later converted. They think perhaps maybe Peter may have been a zealot as well. So these are different people during this time period between the Old Testament and the New Testament, that 400 years, where they were had expressions, different 
differing expressions of their hope of how they expressed it in Christ living in this time period, in this time frame, right? And then there were the common people. Okay, so those were some of the leaders and those up front. So the common people, this is some of the things that the common people did, and maybe you can relate to this. Yes, I know I can. Okay. They attempted to learn about the Torah. And before the temple was built, actually, they built the synagogue so that there was a place for the people to gather and to do the teaching. Um, They obeyed the best they could. They celebrated the festivals. They prayed. They kept the food laws and the Sabbath. Um, And they were waiting, like expectant for the hope that was promised, right? And the uh, Messiah, they kept, they were waiting faithfully um, and worshiping him. And they cleansed the temple and they cleansed the land later on as well, okay? So in that moment... They had all of those, the Pharisees, the Sadducees, and priests, the zealots, and the common people. Um, they, all, all, they, had different, um, they had different distinctive approaches to living the life of faith in the midst of a pagan culture. I think that we see that today, you know, the different, even some, I would say even some churches, represent um, some of these differing groups. Um, But they're almost losing their distinctive approach, though, to the life of faith, if you will. So we have to be careful. We just have to be uh, diligent and discerning um, what's happening. Okay. So here's what I want to say. And uh, okay, hold on a second. The common people. So Jesus actually comes and reveals himself. It says this, a young man from Nazareth, the son of a carpenter, came to announce that the kingdom of God had come to Israel um, and was even now present in him. So here the Jesus reveals himself distinctively to the common people. This is where he decides to reveal himself during this time and, um, you know, and announces um, the kingdom of God had come um, to the common people. I just find this interesting that even in that same theme that happens even in the New Testament, you know, of um, how Jesus, yes, he calls leaders, and um, he instructs them, and he guides them to follow him. 
And um, but if something you know happens, he does always go back to the leader, you know, and um, and just I think too we take that role seriously, um, and how we serve him, right? And knowing his heart never changes um, for his bride, for his sheep. He truly does want to care for them and to minister to them wholeheartedly. And he doesn't want a leader, any leader at all, even a parent. If you think of yourself as a parent or if you're an aunt or an uncle or you lead at work in some way, he cares about the people and he cares how the leaders treat the people as well. And I believe that he's even, he even watches over that. Um, to to uh, to make sure that they're administered to well and valued um, as he values them, and so he he I just thought when I was reading that today I thought whoa here he steps into um, the common people you know that then then that the zealots and the Sadducees and priests and the Pharisees begin to recognize him and see him but. Certainly, he comes to the common people first to reveal his salvation and his hope. Yes, and yes. So, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. So, in Matthew 5, which is the Sermon on the Mount, and verses 14 through 15, 16. He says, let me start at oh, no, that was 14. You are the light of Christ to the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor does anyone light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand and gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light so shine before men in such a way that they may see your good deeds and moral excellence and recognize and honor and glorify your Father who is in heaven. And those are the disciples of the world. And we, you and I, equally are disciples that have a light that we need to set on a hill for others to see. So I don't know if the Lord has been, um, you know, moving in your heart, has put something in your heart to, um, to administer and equip you with, to equip others with, something he's maybe um, been teaching you. Not sure, whatever uh, area that he's asking you to step out and to, um, you know, some ways take his hand and get out of that boat. Um, keeping your eyes and your focus on him. So that is. Uh, my encouragement to you 
and just to, um, you know, after all these years, I know the 400 years, if you will, going back to that time frame between the Old Testament to the New Testament, between Malachi and Matthew, that 400 years with the Persian Empire, the, all these empires, all these people, the ones that are trying to hold on to the hope that they have, but they're, they're reflecting it in very different ways. The Pharisees, the Sadducees, the Zealots, and then the common people, the common people, you know, trying to learn from maybe the Zealots and the priests, right? Trying to go about doing the best they can of being faithful to learn, faithful to obey and to pray and to do the celebrations and the Sabbath, you know, and to have that hope, that expected hope in their heart. Um, that they will see what the Lord has declared to them and what has promised to them. And then he is revealed to that people group after 400 years, all these empires and leaders and kings and people. And he comes to the common people to, um, and that he is born among them, right, in the city and um, from Nazareth, and yes, declaring the kingdom of God is before them. He is at hand and with them, and um, and that even him saying that and saying he is with you even now, <laughs> and him saying, oh, I just thought of a verse. I want to look this up for. Um, so we too. Let me finish my thought here. Just to recap, because there's more people joining, is that we let our light shine on a hill. Are we putting our light on the hill, right? And a hill kind of is going the extra mile to make sure it's seen and it's known and it's lit so that others can see it on a hill. So praise God. Thank you, Lord. I want to pray into this. Thank, Thank you, Father God. I ask God for creative resolutions, creative solutions, Lord, into the Christian faith, Father God, and not not in a way, Lord, that is marketing or marketable, Father God, but certainly a way that can be multiplied and building the kingdom of God, Lord, and um, giving your name glory and fame within this land, God, that would be true reflection of who you are, Father. So we thank you, God, for these innovative ideas, Lord, and, and there would be all different ranges of locations, different ranges of abilities and equipping and functioning, God, even like in the marketplace that people would design certain items that actually help people that it's like even in the item where it's like almost um, the item is just in some ways simple but so helpful that people can't like almost they can't mistake that has the heart of God for the people uh, to be multiplied in that way kind of like if you guys have seen that um, these girls made these lanterns that were um, solar lanterns, and uh, they're to be used by um, 
victims of like hurricanes and natural disasters um, to help them in the interim for getting, you know, the power back on the grid um, and the survival thing and also for camping, just that, like it's so simplistic, but such the heart of God to light the way. Um, so, so Father, we thank you, Lord, just for increase, a measure of your heart to the people, to the common people. God, and as we pray, Lord, and intercede uh, for your people, God, for the common people and for the uh, body of Christ, Lord, that you protect her and preserve their faith that they would be um, a blessing, they would be producing a blessing for you, Father. We ask this, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, so let me look, I'm just going to look up this one verse before I open the phone lines about, um, let's see. Oh, hold on, I have to, I'm not amplified. Maybe try it this way. It's like my computer reads my line. Okay, John 1, which is kind of scary. Um, hold on a second, I'm reading. Oh, I was trying to see who said the words, can anything good come out of Nazareth? I don't know if you remember that. So I was trying to see who was the disciple that said that to, if, that, if I could clue that in and to like what type of leader he was or whatever, but it was Nathaniel. So it was uh, Philip and Nathaniel were together and Nathaniel actually. So Philip said, I found, I found um, Jesus from Nazareth, the son of Joseph. We found who Moses in the law and also the prophets wrote about Jesus. And then, he, and then Nathaniel said to him, well, he said, come and see. And he said, can anything good come out of Nazareth? Um, so Jesus saw Nathaniel coming to him and he said to him, behold, an Israelite indeed, in whom is no deceit. Wow. And Nathaniel said to him, how do you know me? Wow, so he gave him a prophetic word. That's so cool, right, when he, anyway. So Jesus answered and said to him, before Philip called you, when you were under the fig tree, I saw you. And Nathanael answered and said to him, Rabbi, you are the son of God. You are the king of Israel. And Jesus answered and said to him, because I said to you, I saw you under the fig tree. Do you believe? Will you see greater things? You will see greater things than these. And he said to him, Most assuredly, I say to you hereafter, and you shall see heaven open, and the angels of God ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. Wow. 
Okay, I'd have to go back. I didn't think of that until just now, but um, I'd have to go back and look at that, too. Um, that just has me one of my curious um, correspondence with the Holy Spirit. <laughs> um, um, yeah, anyway, the storyline, too. Oh. Hey, I also just learned recently as well. I'm going to write your numbers down while I'm talking, so thank you for being patient with me. Um, okay, got it that um, Abraham's father was a pagan. I just, I just uh, heard that from someone who has uh, was trusted. <laughs> trusted reference. So that's interesting because he definitely, he said you're descendant and he ministered to his family as well. So that's cool. Because I know when I was saved, I was saved in my mid-20s. I got saved. Um, my parents were not. I mean, they were, they believed in God. And they had some understanding of the story. But they didn't understand the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ and receiving him and repenting of their sins. And, um, you know, they were close in the circumference there, but they won't, were not, you know, they were not hitting the target, um, if you will. So praise God that they received Jesus as their Lord. But actually, I just remembered something. When I was saved, my mom, going back to that story, um, my dad was not, I did pray with him, and he received Christ and gave his testimony and confession of faith. Even while he was um, actually on his deathbed, to be honest, he, there was a cross in this hospital that he um, uh, he was in a lot of pain. And his statement was, of Jesus, he was focused on the cross, um, on the, a wall of parallel to him. And he said, if Jesus could go through that much pain for me, I can um, handle this pain, you know. And I think he thought he was going to get better, and we were hopeful, but we knew it would be really shaky ground because he was languishing anyway, and then he fell, broke his hip. They did surgery. And then literally what happened was he, um, his breath, he um, was his lungs, kind of like suffocated in the same way, somewhat similar to Jesus. And my brother said that he never took his eyes off of that cross. So to me, that was his, you know, profession of faith is that he was relying on Jesus. And then my mom, so at the time, but my dad didn't know, there was no real time for fruit there. And then with my mom, I think the world choked out and persecution choked out um, some of her faith, even though her heart was very tender and Christ was in there ministering to her. And, um, you know, she was a blessing and, and um, in many ways uh, to other people and giving to the Lord and being faithful and praying to him. And um, But it wasn't until when I shared the gospel with her, she shared much later that she had received the Lord um, during, um, it was actually during the time 
the end tale of the Jesus movement, um, the um, charismatic movement that came through the church, the Catholic church, which was, from my understanding, the end of the Jesus movement. Okay. So thank you for listening. And I don't know, maybe somebody needed to hear that um, because uh, it did. So that was the story of me sharing with them talking about our lineage, me sharing with them, and then the fruit that came out of it, or the testimony of my mom, the revelation that she um, was saved during a revival, during a revival time. And if you guys remember me telling you this, this will be the last thing I'll say, is that um, I spent uh, years going through, like, uh, repenting on behalf of just really, like, uprooting um, things that were not, you know, like deliverance and uprooting and doing those types of prayers for quite some time, like just really going through my lineage on, you know, with me, with my husband, and then on our maternal side, our paternal side, all that I could think of. So it did take quite some time because things would come into the light and then I have to pray over them and yada yada so it took it was about a year and a half two years and just um, breaking those things off okay and praying over that and then at one point the Lord told me now I want you to go after the blessing he said I want you to go after the blessing and I said and I never heard anyone say that before I just heard a lot of people say blessing and cursing and you want to break the curses I've never heard anyone say, go after the blessing. I've never heard anyone say that. So I said, the Holy Spirit told me that. And so I said, okay, Lord, where do, what do I go after? And then he showed me that my mom being saved during a revival time was a blessing and that I could go after that go after that um, sense of revival and uh, so anyway then he just that was one of the first things that he showed me but that I could take that blessing and right the blessing goes when he says the blessing and obedience is for a thousand generations but to go after the blessing because if the blessings of obedience last for a thousand generations even going after the after the blessings it means that I am I am like uh, that trigger point that pivotal point for and you can do this as well and maybe the Holy Spirit has have you been doing this is go after the blessing and to reach thousands of generations after you, opening the door, opening the way and the funnel, if you will, of um, faith unto the next generations as far as it'll go, as far as the Holy Spirit wants to take it, and so be it unto him. Okay, let's open up our phone lines here. 502. Five four eight. Good evening. Who am I speaking to? Where are you calling from? Hey, Deborah. It's Greg from Kentucky. Hey. Good evening. How are you? I'm good. Good. Okay. Let me uh, close your line. Thank you, and I'll be right back. So, Father, we thank you for Greg, Father God, in Jesus' name. We thank you for the kingdom of God being built, God, city by city by city. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you, Father God. Lord, thank you, Father God. Lord, we know your word says to um, ask 
And I'll give you the nations, Lord, but I see uh, cities and cities being built um, and connected and interlocked, like for the kingdom of God um, that the Lord is um, using you for. Using, yeah. Thank you, Lord. Oh, I'm sorry. My pause was that uh, you may already be doing it, but I'm not certain if that's certain so that was the way I paused um, thank you Father Lord again for the kingdom of God Lord in the cities to cities to cities God in Jesus name we thank you Lord for building God what he is building for the kingdom of God brick by brick God living stone by living stone he is building the kingdom of God city to city Father we thank you, God, for this. In Jesus' name, God, we thank you for these attributes, Lord, um, and the connections with that, Father God, in Jesus' name. And, Lord, I pray, um, you know, even speaking of generations, Lord, that this would not go to the wayside, Lord. It would not be lost for his generations, Father God, but that they would reap the attributes, God, that they would reap, Lord, the sowing, God, that they would reap the harvest. Lord, and even the plowing, God, that they would reap the blessings of it, Father, in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father God, for what you do, God, and how you work. And I'm seeing a wheelbarrow with even the cement, you know, and, the, um, you know, how you build bricks upon bricks and then the cement goes in the, um, you know, that just that. God, when God does things, he cements it, and they're final, and it's, um, you know, it is not something that the enemy can come and just, you know, um, distort or blow away or destroy, that it's a permanent. What the Lord does is permanent. We thank you for your word, Father God, that is permanent. Let it go forth, God, to accomplish that in which you've purposed. In Jesus' name, God. In Jesus' name. And I thank you, Lord. I see when I said that, I even seen like the breath, like the a breath blowing upon the cement. It's like the cement is being mixed, so it's not set yet. And He's blowing on that, and it's to create His word um, to be lasting and permanent, and to accomplish that in which He purposed. And I believe you're also supposed to ask him for these words, you know, and to pray into these words and to declare and to proclaim these words, you know. Um, even from city to city, there's proclamations um, that are made over cities, you know. And I believe this is a big part of it as well, is that, um, you know, asking the Lord, what do you want me to proclaim? And you may even need to look up specifically what a proclamation is because it is done with authority and it is released um you know like it does, there's an alignment with that because of um i don't know if you were here last week i think we were talking about this last week or just a couple of weeks ago about all authority is from god and when we line up under that there's like a stream of blessing that flows like a fountain and a proclamation is part of that because it comes from a form of authority like usually um, like the governor might proclaim something over a singer or over a, um, a restaurant chain or something like that you know or something you know like usually it's like 
something that they're making a proclamation over that people sometimes frame that, you know. So there is a sense of authority and establishment over that. That's why it's really important for those talking about blessings and cursings. And it's important for what people speak over us, our teachers, our, you know, people in the institute, um, the professors, our, our people in the workplace, right? It's important what they say. Otherwise, we've got to break those things up, you know. But... But asking the Lord what those proclamations are, what is the word that is to come forth? Because it's not he's going to make it permanent through you, but the plowing and with the wheelbarrow, with the cement that is mixture, the mixture of the cement, so it's just wet and pliable still, um, and placing it in between these living stones was going to be making it permanent and a proclamation spoken over that. I think probably to the second part of that is just I would implore you to just be careful of the words that you speak um, and the different places that the Lord would have you to go and just be very careful about um, especially complaining or grumbling I've seen that um, uh, with I've seen that with ministry leaders before, like even doing conferences and then like things don't go well and they start to complain or grumble or even gossip about another person, maybe because they're dragging their, or whatever it might be. And it really opens the door for the enemy. I've seen the Lord showed me that, you know, and not, not that, I mean, that's a good rule of thumb for me as well to be quiet, to, uh, you know, turn that thing around um, with words and and parts, um, goodness and virtue. So, Father, we thank you for Greg, Father, and uh, what you're doing in his life, God, and the things that you're shaping and forming and proclaiming. God, these proclamations, Lord, let them come forth, Lord, as the breath of God, Lord, again, so that they might accomplish that in which you've purposed from city to city, God, and and, uh, in effect with the living stones being built for the kingdom of God, Lord. Um, We thank you, Lord, just for these uh, permanent and solid foundations for these living stones that they might remain, God, um, in their rightful place and in their rightful stance. Um, for your glory, Lord, in Jesus' name, amen. Okay. Wow. I'm going to go I'm gonna have to go back and listen to that. That's, that's a lot to yeah. take in. And I'm just, you know, listening to it as you speak, is it, it feels surface and I'm, it's so much deeper that... It's going to take me a while to dig through all that, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Well, how are you doing? I'm doing well. Yeah. Um, You know, life is life. Um, It's not perfect, but it's definitely not bad. You know, it's good. God has just continues to demonstrate his provision and, you know, how he seems to direct my steps and 
sometimes I just scratch my head and I'm like, really? Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, the prophetic words that have been spoken over me are, yeah, they they can be overwhelming at times. Yeah. You know, like, yes, they can. Little, little old me? Yeah. That's awesome, though. Um, well, Jennifer, Jennifer has a much greater understanding of a lot of the prophetic side than I do, and she she's really good at helping me unpack that stuff and understand it better. Some stuff, you know, it's, I uh, have greater understanding. Some stuff, I'm just like, wow. So, I mean, still, I'll just prove that, you know, God's speaking, and he's obviously has a pretty detailed plan. Yes, isn't that interesting how detailed he really can be when he reveals, uh, you know, like when we have the understanding of what he reveals, just how detailed it really is. It is fascinating, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, hindsight is really all you have because you can't look forward, you know, and I mean, and in some ways you really can't look forward with him other than, you know, hope and faith and stuff like that. But um, you can't predict or project what he's doing or what he, where he's putting the puzzle pieces. But, you know, when you come through something or get past something or, you know, and not, that doesn't mean negative, but when you come through an area and you, and you look back and you're like, Holy wow. That, that was you. And that was you. You had your hand on every bit of that. You were moving every step. You, you know, and what started to look like it wasn't working, you knew it wasn't working on purpose, but you needed to move me from A to B to get me to C. Like, okay. Mm-hmm. So, And I see that more in my career probably than anywhere. Yeah, that's good, but I... But... Yeah, and it's still, um, but it's still the heart of God and how He functions. You know, regardless mm-hmm. if it's that area or another area, He's still the same. You know. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's very cool. I think I I'm sure Jennifer will have something to say. I'm, I'm yeah. sure she'll have a comment or two whenever you get her online. Yeah, I think she's next. Let's open her phone line. I think I'm pretty sure this is her. Yeah, you can go ahead and bring her in now if you want. Yeah, that's what I thought I would do. Hey, good evening. Hey, what a word. Hey, how you doing? Hey. Didn't put you on a spot, did you, babe? No, you didn't. No, I mean, my spirit, um, when you were prophesying, was agreeing with, with, like, I feel it. My spiritual tools all over me, and um, it's what God's spoken into my life, and you know, I've just you know being engaged. I just kind of wondered how that was all going to work, and I think I needed to hear that for Him. Probably more. I think He's probably overwhelmed right now, but um, He is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, that's interesting how all that's linked together like that. How it overlaps um, for you guys. Mm-hmm. So. That's yeah. cool. Very cool. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, Greg, do you have any um, prayer requests? Um, understanding, and and um, you know, so that I get God's understanding of that, and certainly, you know, uh, don't miss His direction through it. That uh, you know, some of this is still new to me. I've, I've been <clears throat> been in a couple of churches in the past that dealt more with the prophetic and certainly dealt in the Holy Spirit. I grew up mostly Baptist, so it's not practiced a whole lot. And, and one of the greatest books I read was Francis Chan's The uh, Forgotten God, which talks about how the American church neglects the Holy Spirit. And, um, yeah. That and Fresh Wind, Fresh Fire by Jim Cimbala and <clears throat> how he detailed everything that happened at Brooklyn Tabernacle was not the work of man, everything that happened there, including the choir was a direct working of the Holy Spirit and then stepping aside, not claiming, you know, anything for themselves. It's like, you know, look at the church I built, look at the choir that I built, you know, and look at the, all that. It was just like, it's like, this isn't us. This is the Holy Trust him when everything looks like it's not going to work. It's going to, looks like it's impossible. Then the Holy Spirit shows up and it's, you know, it's when we resign our own will and thoughts and wishes and dreams and hopes and expectations and surrender all that. Um, that's when we give room for the Holy Spirit to work. So, and that's a learning process. That is so a spend most process. of my life. Right. Oh, it is. Yes. I, but I think we all have really, because we're chugging along thinking it's one thing. And then all of a sudden the unexpected happens or the uncommon mm-hmm. or the unusual but um, right. that, because when you were talking, I was thinking that probably is the beginning of understanding, is realizing God is in the uncommon and the unusual. And if this is going to mm-hmm. take faith, then this is the beginning of understanding because, you know, we're leaning into and relying and being more dependent upon the spirit in that moment, mm-hmm. you know. So I do think the Lord is very much up to something with all of us. I think this is an over, over, um, even the body of Christ, you know, because, yeah. 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 So let me pray for that. Just keep, keep your phone, both of your lines open while we pray. So Father, we thank you for Greg. Father God, we thank you for the word of the Lord. Uh, that came forth over him, God. We thank you, Lord, that, uh, Lord, let, let even that be accomplished according to your purposes and according to your will, Father God, in Jesus' name. And, Lord, we pray for understanding, Lord, um, for Greg and Jennifer and all of us, God, that are listening this evening. God, we thank you for showing us in your word, Lord, and even, you know, basically, Lord, the very first time, why we used to read the word and realize the word understanding would come up over and over and over and over again. And then listening to blog talk years ago here um, and Randy teaching on the parable of the seeds. And they said, if you do not get this one, you know, if you can't understand this, how can you understand others? So father, we thank you that the understanding that you desire to release to your disciples, God, would be brought upon them, God, that it would hover over them, that they would lead, God, that you would lead them in and through their lives, God, revealing and speaking and coming alongside of them and teaching them. In Jesus' name, God, we thank you for every directional step, God, even 
even like on the road to Emmaus, God, that you were just beside them the whole time. And you brought the understanding and the revelation, God, and, and the direction, God, even though they were walking in one direction, God, you showed them directionally where their hearts were. Um, and the, brought the full understanding, God. So we thank you, Lord, for bringing things into the light. And we thank you, God, for even the background uh, that Greg has, Lord, and even those two books that he read, God, um, are precious uh, men of God, Lord, that they're established your voice and your Holy Spirit um, as the fullness of God. Lord, so we thank you, Lord, that there would be nothing missing and nothing lost in the fullness of hearing the Holy Spirit and his direction um, and voice unto Greg's life. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Oh, praise God. Okay, I'm going to thank the Lord on that. I just bowed my head and it all just came rushing out. I'm not rushing like yeah. calmly, but yeah. No. That's good. Our, one of our pastors in our old church used to, um, they had, he had all the leaders go visit the tabernacle in New York, um, mm-hmm. Jim Symbol. So, yeah, that was interesting for a while. Yeah, he was, mm-hmm. was fun and just interesting to learn all about and to see all that. So, mm-hmm. anyway. Well, praise God. Let me close your phone line, and then I'm going to pray for Miss Jennifer here, okay? Thank you for the privilege to pray with you. God bless you. Okay, and Miss Jennifer, I'm going to close your line for a minute while I pray for you. I'll come right back. So, Father, we thank you for Jennifer, God, in Jesus' name. We lift her up, Father, to your kingdom, God, to your altar, God, we thank you for that, God. And we thank you, Lord, um, how your voice resonates uh, with Jennifer, God, how it amplifies, God, and even like seeing it as an amphitheater, um, you know, and, and how even the Lord, when he spoke um, in specific places, you know, when he was outside with the disciples, outside of the synagogue, I should say, in the different places, on the water, you know, the hillside, whatever it might be, how he was positioned to, um, his, that his voice would be carried unto the people. Like he used the acoustic, acoustics, however you say that, even of the land to work in his favor so that, um the people and the crowds could hear him. So, um, you know, when he speaks and it's larger, uh, it's larger than it's amplified. I'm seeing you like before this amphitheater and his voice just resonating. And, and, you know, um, I'm not sure what that, I mean, I don't know if it's like some things, maybe the Lord is speaking to you first that the rest of us here, like the rest of the body of the Christ, you know, or he's leading you out in it, that you carry that voice first. I'm not sure if it's vice versa or if that's even pliable. So, um, but we thank you, Lord, just how it resonates within her, God, and reverberates even um, within you. Yeah, that's what I'm seeing more, is that it reverberates in you, um, the sound and the waves and the intentions, even of his heart, 
um, that you can pick up on. So we thank you, Lord, um, for all that, God, that Jennifer carries um, at your altar for your kingdom. God, in Jesus' name. And uh, so I'm seeing your feet, and they have these, like, um, I mean, they're shoes, I guess, but they're kind of, like, they're kind of, like, they're kind of, like, ballet shoes, but they're, they're not, like, flimsy. They're real shoes. This is more like a leathery type of shoes, but um, I just hear like a sense of um, where you walk is um, like with ease and it's delicate, you know, and, um, you know, um, I'm thinking of it this way, Jennifer, is that um, kind of on the Holy Spirit, okay, the Holy Spirit in essence the symbolism of him being like a dove is because sometimes you don't hear a bird and it's wings and it just swoops by you and goes by us and it just appears. Right. And I think like your steps, what you carry with the Holy spirit is somewhat like that, you know, and, um, and you're in the, you go by uh, people carrying the presence of the Lord and the reverberation of what you've heard. And, um, you know, but there's a, there is a, um, like, it is significant, something about these shoes and being able to, like, walk lightly, carry it with ease, um, and it's not disturbing to other people, you know, and, um, yeah, there's some reference to, like, the virtues of carrying the Holy Spirit and how you step. Um, and then the shoes that I'm seeing. So, um, and yeah. Oh, anyways, okay. All right, let me open this. Okay, so there we go. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I had a dream um, about seven years ago of that amphitheater. Oh, um, um. Yeah, there's a lot of spiritual warfare that I was I was getting ready to go out. Oh. It was like the enemy came and attacked, and it was all this spiritual warfare I was doing, and the show went on. <laughs> like, you know, nobody stops the Lord's um, uh, what what he does. But um, yeah, I've been holding on to that dream for a long, long time. Hmm. Interesting. That's very interesting. So were you sensing the Holy Spirit saying anything while I was praying over you? Oh, it was was definitely a confirmation. Like, you know, in fact, I answered prayer probably um, from this morning because I, he's given, you know, like Joseph gives you a dream, but I mean, many, many years ago, and I was asking him this morning, like, I need you to, I just need some confirmation that, you know, I haven't, like, 
walk down a wrong path or like is this still your plan? <laughs> you know, you know how you know, you wait a long time and begin to question and I asked him for confirmation today. I feel like he's given it both with your your prophetic word to Greg and then with me. Oh wow. Wow. Okay. Praise God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. For um speaking and blowing your wind, Father, and bringing confirmation, Lord. We thank you for your goodness and your presence. And just your desire and heart for your people. We thank you for that. And thank you for answering um, Jennifer's prayers, Lord, and even for her and Greg. God, we thank you, Father, for this place, Lord, and for this house, this PGN house, Father, and network. Lord, we thank you, um, Father, for this. In Jesus' name, amen. But do you have any prayer requests? No, I just I'm just thankful. I'm just um, just everybody on the line. I, I mean, I know God's doing something with His bride, you know, the church, and I'm you know just honored um, to join those ranks of you know the the, the building a wall, you know, prayer across um, the nations even, and um, I'm just. Just, I just call forth that, you know, we just all take place on the front lines of, you know, strategic prayer and prophetic intercession and that everyone um, on the line, that, that, Lord, that you just help everyone discover your call on their life and, and equip us to hear from heaven and flow in your power and, and partner with you, God, to bind the enemy and release your will, Lord, and prophetic proclamation. And, um, Lord, we hear what heaven is saying. I just call for this supernatural shift. And, Lord, just move powerfully in our midst. We just wait with great expectancy to hear the testimonies, miracles, Lord, that, that you'll bring forth. That will occur, Lord, in the cities. Yeah, Lord. Yes, Lord. That the prayers of the righteous will accomplish much in our cities and nations as we stand firm on the wall in your service of our King, Lord. We are, we, we. We praise you. We thank you. Let us cause us to be faithful to watch and pray that we would just see and be a part of your glorious outpouring of of worldwide revival and harvest, Lord, for for the King's glory, for your glory, for your glory. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. So that's interesting that you prayed because um, the Lord just, when you were praying, I was remembering I had a dream not too long ago, and it was like I was on on a wall. 
And I wasn't even thinking about, and I know the Lord was telling me to take my place. Like that was the place that he would have me on this like narrow path up on this hill. And like, actually the whole church was crossing this parking lot and I was Mm -hmm. with them. We were all going in the same direction, except I was up on a hill and there was a path. And I clearly distinctly remember seeing it was path just just enough for like one person, like if anybody else was up there, they would have to be in front or behind of the other person. And then there was a gate there and uh, like a fence line or a gate line. And, um, and I know that the Lord was showing me this path is marked out for you to walk on. And then there were people down in the parking lot when we were walking and they were saying, um, like some people were mocking me like jeering at me and mocking me to come down and blah, blah, blah. Who do you think you are? Wow. And, um, and then other people were like, Hey, I want to walk where you're walking, you know? And, um, and I just remember the warmth of the Holy spirit in my heart. And I just smiled warmly at them and said, but we're all headed in the same direction, you know, meaning I'm with you, you know, I'm with you. I'm doing my part. Do you know what I'm saying? And you're mm-hmm. going to find your, you're going to find your, and I believe um, what the Lord showed me about this in the parking lot was that people are looking for their space or their place or their destiny uh, with mm-hmm. the Lord. And, yeah. So, um, so it's interesting that you said that because I didn't think of at the time that it's actually for the city, but it is. It's bigger than I thought. So anyway, I just focused mm-hmm. on, yeah. um, you know, what the, the the assignment, if you will, not really realizing mm-hmm. the outcome of it. So um, so that was that was uh, confirmation for me. <laughs> so yeah, that's all, prayer that's all, begets that's prayer. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. praise God. And I know, well, I'm sure it landed in other people's hearts and minds as well, the same um, sweet spirit of the Lord. Because I know there's people that are here that are so faithful to minister um, just in the faithfulness of who they are as they go about their day and their workplace and their family, you know. And, um, yeah, they have the anointing of the Lord upon them to bring healings. Uh, salvations, deliverances. So praise God. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Yes. Thank Thank you you. so much for sharing and being with us tonight. God bless you. Mm -hmm. God bless you. Thank you so much. Take care. Okay. Our next caller here is 251-342. Good evening. Who am I speaking to? Good evening. This is Latrice from Alabama, Deborah. Hey, Latrice from Alabama. Hey, how are you? <laughs> Good. I'm doing well. Thank you so much. I was thinking today, though, um, <laughs> I was thinking about where we live in the city. And that, uh-huh. like, uh, maybe four years ago, was it? I want to say four years ago, but sometimes... My time frame's off, but years ago, I was thinking um, I would like to live at this end of town so that when my daughter gets ready to have a baby, that we would be closer to her, you know? And um, Mm -hmm. 
So today I was over there babysitting um, our granddaughter, and I was just thinking it's funny how uh, when you step out into the unknown a little bit, then when you begin to see the fruit of it or the outcome of it, um, I don't know, sometimes, you know, hindsight is, I was looking back and you understand, Yes, and you understand, I think, how he shaped you and formed you to walk in those things and how he just stays right with you the entire time, walking beside you, even in the unknown, you know, and um, just like he took Peter's hand and he mm-hmm. called out to him. And immediately, it says when Peter called out to him, you know, Jesus called out to him, Peter called out to him. <laughs> And uh, immediately, um, God was there. Let me pray for you. I don't know if there's something on that for you as well. So I don't know know why that came up. So, Father God, we thank you for Latrice. In Jesus' name, God, we do thank you, Lord, for your mighty right hand, Father, that leads, guides, and guards Latrice, Father. In Jesus' name, God, not only is it heavenly and fatherly and brotherly, God, but it is, you know, you are her advocate. You advocate for her, even in the walking and the sustaining and the power of your might, God, that you are advocating right alongside of her, God, that there is a spiritual, more than the relationship part of it, although, I mean, I don't know, maybe more, but there is a, like, there's, I mean, I feel like the Holy Spirit is saying, let's not forget the spiritual, the supernatural part of it is like, yeah, there's a relationship and he's there and he is all those attributes and those characters, but God is a spirit and he is supernatural. So the power of his might for you to take his mighty right hand, let's not negate, let's remember, and I'm sure you do, so I'm saying this as a, as a whole, the supernatural adv- advocating on your behalf right next to you while you have his hand, he's advocating on your behalf supernaturally for your defense, supernaturally, um, you know, with his power. We thank you, Father God, Lord, for your closeness and the personalizing of it, God, but also, God, uh, the remembrance that you are God Almighty and you are ever powerful and ever present and all knowing um, and what Latrice has need of, Father God. And we thank you, God, for again, you're guiding her and you're guarding her, God, and those things first in the supernatural, Lord. And we thank you, Father, that just as Abraham was faithful to you and faithful to his family, God, that you, um, you protected him um, and preserved him because of his obedience. God, and may that be so over Latrice's um, family and household as well, Father God, that you preserve and protect them. Father, super, and I'm talking supernaturally, God, supernatural protection, supernatural preservation in Jesus' name, you know. And even if you, there's certain things, you know, like I, um, you know, certain things that you use for the Lord, like if you have to use, you know, if you have a, computer or you work from your home, your car, whatever it is that you use and you sow and you steward that um, into the kingdom of God, 
you know, in my opinion, you can ask the Lord. I mean, and not in a weight, not even in a weight and measure type thing, but honestly, that if you've made a dedication and you've sacrificed part of anything for the use of the kingdom or the use of the Lord, for whatever it is that you've stewarded that thing, right? So you've kind of like sewed into it. And asking for the preservation upon that, the preservation upon your car, the preservation upon your tires. The preservation upon, you know, your dishwasher. I don't know if you've had guests over. They're from another country. Do you see what I'm saying? So, Lord, we thank you for expanding our view, God, of understanding of your um, how you preserve. First and foremost, God, we do pray for the preservation of faith and her family bloodline, Father God, and preserving them, Lord, um, as they honor you, God, as they will honor you, God, in this preservation. Father, um, protecting that, God, of what is most valued, God, and precious is their um, knowing you and receiving you, Father. So we pray for that as well, God. But opening Latrice's eyes, God, to the preservation, asking for the preservation over all that she loves, all that she owns, and stewards. Um, for your glory, God, and even that's inside and outside of her home or wherever she lives in that property line, that property line, Father God, we thank you for that, God. And even, um, you know, when my daughter used to work, I don't know, I've said this before, she used to work in the workplace. I mean, I would plead the blood of Jesus over her computer. And, that, and what I was preserving was that she wouldn't get weird emails from weird men that weren't right, you know, even in the workplace. I know that's disturbing, but um, but it was happening. So I just started praying the blood of Jesus on that, whatever needed to come to the light. It took a few years, and, um, you know, but it did come into the light that the one manager that was not, he was not good. So um, anyway, he was dismissed. Um, however, you know, that garbage happens. So there's a preservation you know, where you have, a, even if you don't know, like at the time, I didn't know all of that. I just prayed the preservation, you know, preserve her heart, preserve her mind. I cover her computer in the workplace with the blood of Jesus, you know, and, you know, that pe- they would have conviction would come or conviction is due if she's receiving any email from a different department that's not right or whatever, you know. And so just any type of preservation. Um, so um, I don't know if there's an expounding on that in the Holy Spirit um, that the Lord will give you, but um, I mean, I feel like he will if you're not even already participating in already, but even opening up that more um, of that preservation, so. Amen. Amen. Oh, you said a mouthful. <laughs> a lot of confirmation that has been the prayer with the computer, the car, the tires, all of it. I uh, oh, wow. travel about 225 miles a day for school. About oh, I had no idea. Oh my week. goodness! Oh, wow. So I pray and talk to God. All the time, just about all day, uh, wow. regarding those things. Uh, and I upgraded a computer 
that did not need to be upgraded. And uh, I was like, well, uh, I'm going to lift this up to you, Lord, uh, because I do a lot of my sermons on the computer. I type them out and uh, and uh, so that, that was just off the bat. And uh, we talked about um, I got uh, a couple prophecies. Uh, one uh, dealt with Peter, and on Sunday, uh, the apostle spoken to my life about supernatural favor <laughs> and um oh my gosh he talked about so much so many things and um it was this but I had had a conversation the night before with uh my former Apostle's daughter. I was her armor bearer, and um, mm. we were talking about the gifts and things, and we were talking about Peter's shadow, and um, oh. that's where Peter came in, and um, her mother walked in that anointing, and she wow. imparted gifts in me. And I, when I received those gifts, at first they frightened me, and I just backed up off of them, but the gifts never left. And I would have the, I used to uh, work at the Department of Social Services, and I did applications all day for crisis intervention. And it got mm. to the point where the clients would sit at my desk and I could tell them their children's names and ages. And they were like, well, how do you know that? And I was like, well, maybe you've been here. No, ma'am, I've never been here. And we were discussing all of that. And wow. so the gifts are kicking back up. And for about... uh Three months, I have been, we have been talking about, uh, they weren't really, I don't think that I was dreaming, and I'm not sure as to what type of vision I was in. However, I was in someone's house, and I was talking to them. But they couldn't hear me, and I could see the things that was going on in this house, and I was like, oh, my God, where the young lady was, this side was dark, and where the gentleman was, this side was light, and Mm -hmm. as she began, she'd go and try and say something, but she couldn't stay in the light long, and she'd go back. And eventually she began to fade, and you could see. I, be, I saw her at first. Then I began to see a silhouette, 
And then from her feet up, when I looked, her feet turned to ashes. Then I looked back, Mm -hmm. her ankles turned to ashes. And it got to her abdomen, and I was trying to come out of whatever this was. And we were discussing that when the man on Sunday gave me this prophecy, but everything related back to every conversation that I've had with this young lady for months now. So it is just unbeknownst to me and how this succession of things have come to play. But you were Mm -hmm. on the money. Yes, wow, like Holy you had Spirit. Following yeah. me around, taking notes. <laughs> <laughs> the Holy Spirit. Is oh, and we talked about uh, um, a holy boldness that, because uh, he told me when I enter a room, the atmosphere changes, and that uh, there were some people who have been trying to assassinate my character, and it hadn't worked. And there have been witches and warlords that don't understand why I'm still living and why I have the things that I have. And not that I have anything, but their desire was for me to be uh, gone, and they don't understand and I was like, yeah, you're right. And uh, But he, he prophesied until I got tired. Uh, oh, my uh, goodness. But it was, <laughs> it was unbelievable. But he was on the money. You were on the money. Uh-huh. And the apostle's daughter, and she's like, oh, my God, you sound, you're sounding more like me because I spent a lot of time um, – with her, I spent more time than she and her siblings spent with their mother. So uh, it is just fascinating that all of this will come up, but uh, yeah. And also yeah, about uh, wealth and the supernatural favor, he was like um, some uh, imposters have come. And uh, the real deal, whoever the Boaz is, is getting ready to show up. And, uh, God, I forgot the other thing you said. Oh, about being connected. Uh, I have been connected. Some people have been connected, been trying to connect with me that, I should not be connected to, but there's going to be one individual that will connect with me that will be able to get everything that I need done, done, and it will be done expeditiously. And I believe that I have met that particular individual already, and some of those things are falling into place at this time. Wow. Yep. Very cool. That was unbelievable. Wow. So praise God. 
Yeah, that's yeah, very so. cool. That, um, not only is the prophetic word coming forth, but it's then you're, it's manifolding its grace and demonstrating its grace right before you. Um, you know, from that gentleman praying for that is very cool. You know, and then just reiterating. Yes, Latrice, you're on track, you know. And um, so thank you, Lord, for your confirmations. They are, you know, a confirmation is even more than assurance, you know, because it's like, it's like, it's just so, it's almost like the confirmation is like a proclamation, you know, where it has the authority and the directive power to propel that thing into place, you know. It's like that living, you know, it's the word living, but it's like a living bullet. It's like at the end of a bullet, it's cutting through the atmosphere, leading to its target, you know. Mm-hmm. But that is quite fascinating. And we do tell the Lord, thank you. Yes, Jesus, Holy Spirit, we praise you. Be glorified, God. Be exalted in this place. Amen. Hey, girl, do you need any prayer for anything? I do. I got a call out of Florida. A young man has been shot, and they are requesting prayer. And I was texting. I was like, well, I'm on the prayer line now. Uh, And she wants to put him on the prayer list, and I told her I would. So if you guys would uh, agree with me, it's touching for Jim Curry, uh, that the perfect will of the Lord be done concerning this situation, and for the young man that was with him. It was a robbery Gone bad, a robbery in progress, and both of them were shot. And I'm believing God that His will shall be done. Wow. Okay, yeah, let's pray. So, Father God, we just pray as a body of believers, Father God, and just as you gave that word over Latrice, Lord, because we know it's your heart and your word, God, to move supernaturally and to have preservation. God, we pray for the preservation of life and the preservation of light of life to be imparted and instilled onto these men, Father. We thank you for the wisdom of those um, that will work on them and, um, and assist them, God, with your wisdom and be your hands, Father, unto Jim and the man that he was with, God. We, we, we praise you, God, in advance and thank you, God, and ask preservation to cover them. Amen. To be with them, Father God. And we thank you, Lord, for preserving their way, preserving um, their lives, Lord. And let, let, if they don't know Jesus, Lord, let the light of life, let them understand your marvelous light um, and your ways, Father God. In Jesus' name, to receive you. In the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 And I do thank you, Devin. I decree the blessings of the Lord upon you. Well, thank you. I receive it. Thank you so much. You're God welcome. bless you. God thank bless you for sharing you. all you did. Yes. Good night. Thanks. Yep. You're welcome. Okay. Here we go. Five zero four two eight two. Good evening. Who am I speaking to? Where are you calling from? Good evening. It's Nicole from Louisiana. 
Hej Nicole. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Okay, let me close your phone line. I'll be right back. Thank you. Sorry, I don't know why I can't. Uh, your phone number. I don't know why I don't remember. So, Father, we thank you for Nicole, Father, in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father, and lift her up to you, Father God. We thank you for your goodness. And I see um, just like his light and joy um, being upon you. So we thank you for this, Father God, at your kingdom, again, at your um, throne. Lord, we bring Nicole unto you, God. We thank you, Lord, um, for how you shine upon her life, Lord. And I thank you, Father, that as she receives it, um, you know, as she receives that, it's the, um, you can sense his presence. You can sense his love. You can sense his, the, just the warmth of um, how he, it's like endearing. And you might think that he's endearing to you and that probably, probably is true in effect but when you're feeling those it's actually how he feels about you and um, so we thank you father God Um, you know because when he's in our when he becomes in our midst and in our presence and we have we have that you know where we think and we sense his love or even like, or if you sense his reverence, and we, we sometimes respond to thinking, that is how I feel about him, you know, or that is how I am responding to him. But he's also, um, well, not the reverence part, but the other parts of having that peace um, and that warmth and that love and all that, you know, that is endearing of his character, he actually um, feels that way about you. And sometimes, again, we, not that we don't feel that way about him, but we don't always have that understanding that um, when he's in our presence in that manner, that that is how he feels about you. So I thank you, God, for the places, Lord, for Nicole to open up, God, and to unlock, to receive, Lord, um, to receive with full understanding, God, complete and perfect um, okay, this verse here, and you find, let's open a new window here, um, and Colossians 4, right, since this, I asked for this for you, that you will be, um, that you may stand perfect and complete in the will of God, so we thank you, Lord. Uh, for just blessing her mind to to be perfect and that and the perfect is mature is you know perfect in the sense of he made you and created you and is forming you and shaping you right so it's perfect and he's maturing you as mature as as Nicole can be do you know what I'm saying like that's how he sees you and that's how it's fulfilled and his will um, standing in that for you, right? So um, I, think, I hope that makes sense to you. So, Father, we thank you, Lord, um, for what you're doing in Nicole's life, God, and just for sending your presence, for sending your light. Let it permeate, Father God, every area, and even bringing um, health and wholeness to her body. In Jesus' name, 
We thank you, Father God, Lord, just for the preservation of every organ that she has in her body, God, that you would preserve that. God, we want to have wholeness and soundness, God, and um, proper blood flow, proper oxygen, Father God. And we thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father God, for what you're doing, God, and and how um, just the realm of your presence, Lord, is, um, it supersedes the natural, Lord. I know the last time we're talking about it being supernatural, it is, but it supersedes things in the natural, Father God. So we thank you, Lord, that, that when your presence and your light shine upon Nicole, God, that she interacts, um, Lord, and, um, and even sometimes, you know, maybe it's investigating, inquiring, um, searching for the things of the, um, and interacting with um, supernatural, if you will, engaging for more, for more understanding, like what, you know, his presence and that awareness, but what else, what needs to be heard, what needs to be spoken, you know, being aware of your thought and what, um, like, and it seems like all other thoughts are cleared and then you just have this one thought, um, you know, but it's, it brings peace and wisdom and it feels like so much of your own thought, but it's really the Lord, you know, speaking to you in some way about that. And generally, as you know, and everyone else knows when the Lord does speak, there's generally something we're supposed to do with that, like an act of faith or a step of faith that we're supposed to do with that and um, or engage him more for, you know, the understanding or the outcome or whatever it might be. So, Father, we thank you, Lord, for these interactions, Lord, that even just begin with his light, which is fascinating to me, even though he says he is a marvelous light in John 8. He is the light of the world, and his light is marvelous. But it's interesting that even in his light, it holds the power of the supernatural. It holds the power of life in and of itself, right? And I'm like, I just realized that, and then I prayed that over you, even the life of the light, which I didn't realize until just now, which is John 8, 12, to be upon you. That is even preserving your, your organs, your living organs um, with his light, you know, and just how it permeates through all things. Like, you know, sometimes I'll go to, um, what is it called? A, um, a sauna, but it's like that infrared sauna and it is, um, infrared yeah so it's full spectrum so it actually it actually can bring healing to your organs as well I mean it is like a stress relief and a a minimizer of inflammation and all of that like it's very healthy and I just seen like his light not as that not that you're sitting in a box but you're before him is light coming upon you and it's just all of you, just, it can, you know, every beam and your light of life again. So we thank you, Father, for your marvelous light and just how fascinating you are and how you speak um, and even develop your language and visions and in pictures, God. Um, and we thank you for speaking in this way, God, and just filling your daughter, fill her cup to overflowing. In Jesus' name, amen. 
In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 I honestly, it's so funny you, you mentioned, like, my body and health, because lately I've been really, really trying to uh, work on healing um, my body. I've been working out, so I'm extremely sore. <laughs> you start talking about inflammation. Oh. Like, my my muscles are, like, sore all over. I'm getting ready. I literally have the bath ready. I'm getting ready to take a, a Epsom salt bath. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but Oh. Yes, yeah, so you know, I can I can feel like my energy starting to come back just from exercising and eating better and eating healthy and um it's it's a spiritual journey as well, um, with God helping me to be more disciplined and, and taking care of my health and body and so I know the Holy Spirit was, you know, confirming that through you. Um so thank you so much uh, for that. Yeah, you're welcome. Yep. And it yep. sounds like the Holy Spirit is actually, yes, confirming. And, I mean, in some sense, working right alongside of you. I'm sure he's the one who initiated it. But even saying like, oh, yeah. his light of life to preserve your organs. I mean, sometimes I'll pray that over myself, you know. Just when I'm asking, you know, I'm just like, hey, I just ask, I mean, a lot going on with people my age, you know, I'm just preserve my organs, you know. And um yes. I mean for year for years I've asked this, not just recently. So but mm-hmm. anyways. So praise God. Thank you. Do you mm-hmm. have any um prayer requests, Nicole? Yes. Um I have my baby sister with me. <laughs> um oh. she's she's on this journey with me as well in, in terms of uh healing her body. Um if you could just pray with her as well. Okay, what's her name? Hi, uh, my name is Jada. Jada, oh, that's a nice name. Okay, Jada, thank, thank you. you. I'll be happy, yes, I'll be happy to pray with you. Well, praise God, nice to meet you and talk with you tonight. And a privilege to pray with you. Do you have any specific prayer requests other than um, just your health journey? Um, just more so healing of my mind, uh, my thoughts, um, just staying on the right track, um, not thinking about past things that affects my future, you know, just help me strive and move forward. Sure, absolutely. Thank you. Yeah, let me pray for you. Uh, Father, we thank you for Jada. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you, Lord, for her health journey, God. We thank you, Lord, for using every aspect, Lord, to remove, Lord, any toxins, God, and even any um, toxic thoughts, Father God, Lord, any negative thoughts or things that would want to draw her back, Lord. We know that's just the work of the enemy that doesn't want to loose his grips in Jesus' name. And we thank you, Father, Lord, um, just for her focus um, on her health. God, her brain health and her physical health, Father God, and her body, God. And we thank you, Lord. And, you know, the Lord showed me just this week how he does care about our minds and him saying he's giving us a sound mind, um, love, and his power. And for him to even say, I'm giving you a sound mind, you know, that he because he specifically calls that out <laughs> and puts that wording there that he does care about our minds. So we thank you, Father God, Lord, um, for Jada's mind, God. Let it be under your presence. Let it be under your anointing. God, we thank you, Lord, that even in her process thinking, God, in her recall, Father, that you would teach her, Lord, um, 
how not to internalize things, Father, or whatever is happening, Father God, that needs to be cut off from the past. Lord, we thank you, Lord, for doing this work, Father God, that you would even lead her in your word um, to take your word as an axe and put an axe to any root, Father, um, so that it needs to be uprooted, Father God. In Jesus' name, Lord, that as she's reading and gleaning and seeing and hearing, God, that she would use that word um, as a prayer, God, that she would sharpen it as an arrow to hit the target um, to sever that thing, Father God. So we thank you, Lord, for her friendship with the Holy Spirit, her friendship with her sister, and the guidance, Lord, and light that you offer there as well, Father God. And we thank you, God, um, just for Jada, Lord, um, and we bless her. In Jesus' name, Father, and Lord, um, we thank you for giving her even um, increasing the the eyes of her heart with wisdom and revelation, Father, because you hold all truth, and your word says that uh, that Jesus is full of grace and truth. And so we thank you for speaking both to her, God, that she would see your perspective, God, that it would be a transformational word, Lord, of wisdom and of revelation, Father. And so we thank you, Lord, for, for healing, God, and for the hope of the future, God, even that we were reading um, and sharing this evening for the Israelites and the common people, if you will, as it was worded in Scripture, Lord, that they, um, they held on to the hope um, of their future, Father God, and were faithful and seeking you and obeying and worshiping it and doing all that you um, instructed, Father, even in celebration and in fun, Father. So I thank you, Lord, that you would meet her in that place and be, um, be her um, advocate and her... Um, I want to say guide, but that's a weird word, but maybe that is what he wants me to say. Because normally it's guidance, but be her guide, God, as she walks through this, Father. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you so much. You're welcome. God bless you, ladies. Good night. Thank you. God bless you. (laughs) Thank you. Have a good night. Thank you. Appreciate it. Okay. Um, 803-991. Good evening. Hello? Who am I speaking to? Where are you? Hello. Who am I speaking to? Where are you calling from? Hi, Deborah. This is Angela, South Carolina. Angela. Good evening. How are you? I'm well. How are you, Deborah? Good. It's been a little bit, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Let me pray for you. Thank you for calling. Let me um, close your line for a second. Thank you so much for being with us tonight. Father God, we thank you for Angela, Father. In Jesus' name, Lord, we just um, bring her before your kingdom, before your throne, Father God, in Jesus' name. And um, I thank you, Lord, for the ample spaces that she's going to walk on. Um, That's what I see. Um, we thank you, Father God. And that is a solid, um, there's solid foundations and ample places of solid foundation for you to walk on. 
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. And a lot of times the, um, I'm just going to say that, the, um, when the Lord has a solid foundation for us to walk on, it is a place a lot of times where people lead, right? They walk and they lead on a solid foundation because they're building the kingdom of God. And so their foundation is solid and then they're building. And so, the Lord generally calls them to lead as well. I just want to say that. And so the fact that there's an ample place of a solid foundation for you to walk on, I have the unction, the internal unction, if you will, that you will be leading. I mean, to me, that indicates it probably is a place of leading out in areas. So thank you, Lord. Father, thank you. In Jesus' name, Father, we thank you for that, Lord. I feel like I'm supposed to tell you this, like I can see you like walking on this thing and then turning around and looking like you don't, there's nothing, you don't have to wonder about if you're in the right, like if, you don't have to wonder, you're not wondering, you don't have to wonder, even if you're wondering, that would be included, but you don't have to wonder if you're in the right place. Uh, doing because the space that um, I see is ample. So when you're in the doing in the one thing, doing the one thing at that one time, whatever that is the Lord calls you to do, is that is accurate. As long as you're on the firm foundation and your feet are solid, that is where He has you. And you don't have to wonder if you're supposed to be someplace else doing something else in this place of being ample, he's going to lead you like in the spaces on this ample place in which you're supposed to be in. And so you don't have to wonder if, if that's enough for the moment or if that's, you know, what you're supposed to be doing, because I think you're going to have an understanding of it's so much larger. Like there's so much, again, the space is ample for you to walk on, but wherever he has you in that, doing that one thing at that one time, even if it's just one incident for 10 minutes or whatever, you know, like you're going to speak for 10 minutes at a breakfast or business meeting or whatever. um, That is what he wants you. He doesn't want you to wonder, wonder if you should be, which I supposed to be doing that, which I've been doing something else. Am I wasting my time and not wasting my time, but like, should it be something more, um, you know, where people just do maybe one thing and then they stay stationary in that one thing, or do you know what I'm saying? But because this is so, the foundation is so ample, there's lots of places for you to walk foundation and that you will be building, you know, and other people or how the Lord wants you to serve him 
um, on this particular foundation that you, you know, so I I was going to say there's probably going to be ample opportunity in various ways and in various places and spaces that you don't have to wonder if that's, if you're scattered, like you're not, it's the foundation that he's set for you um, and has built for you. And, you know, certainly, um, you know, you can always ask him to confirm those places, but uh, that's what I see. So praise God. Amen. I received that. Thank you so much, Deborah. That, that's you. <laughs> Glory to God. I have been wondering about some things. Oh, and my God. you just God. said the exact <laughs> words. <laughs> so I don't have to wonder. Wow. Yes, I've been talking to him about, yes, that's exactly what's been on my mind about just wondering whether or not I'm I'm doing what he's telling me to do and I'm in the right position. And, um, you know, mm-hmm. um, that's exactly what I had been saying. Wow. Thank you, Lord. That's just mm-hmm. confirmation. So I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. Yeah. Wow, praise God. Wow, thank you, Amen. Jesus. Lord, you're so good. Amen. Thank you, Father. Yes, he Thank is. you, Lord, for what you're doing in the body of Christ, God. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Okay. Do you have any? Yeah. Do you have any um, prayer requests or anything else you'd like to um, share with the people? Well, you could just pray for my friend, um, healing for her. Um, you have some eye problems. I've been praying for her also. That she may need surgery next year, but hopefully she can do the right thing and God will touch her and heal her. Which I'm sure he will. Have a way, but um, she's having like I think glaucoma is what she had like early stages of it. Okay. And what's her name? Her name is Pat. Pat. Mhm. Okay. Did I pray for her before or no? I don't think so. I don't think so. Okay. Well, I can recall. You could All have. Right. I can't remember. Okay, maybe that was somebody else's eyes. Maybe, I don't know. Okay, let me pray for I'm going to close your phone line and um, pray for her, and then we'll um, go. Okay, thank you. Caller. Thank you. for God Yeah, thank you. you for joining us. God bless you. God bless you, too. <laughs> Thanks. So, Father, we thank you for Pat. In Jesus' name, Lord, we just lift her up to you, Father. We thank you. Lord, we pray in faith and obedience to your word, God, to pray for her eyes. God, we thank you, Lord. Your word says you've given us eyes to see, God. We know that's a natural and supernatural, God. So we ask for the supernatural to touch the natural. God, we thank you, God, for the unveiling and the touching of your spirit and of angels, touching her eyes, God, and opening those places, God, and revealing your light. Let the light of life come to her eyes. In Jesus' name, God. We thank you, Father God, how she can participate with her healing word, Lord, and whatever the doctors give her, Lord, however you lead her, Lord, as well. Father God, we thank you for the preservation, Lord, of her eyesight, God. And we thank you, Lord, for your glory um, and your goodness, Lord, to be upon her and to be with her. And we pray uh, in Jesus' name and in the faith of God for the resurrection power for divine health to come to Pat's eyes. We thank you, Lord, that her eyes will, um, Lord, um, respond and correspond with the word of God 
and the prayers of the saints. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Okay. Praise God. Okay, our next caller, 214-415. Good evening. Who am I speaking to? Hi, this is Barbara from Texas. Hi, Barbara from Texas. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. And you? Good. Have I? Thank you for asking. Thank you for being with us this evening. Have I prayed with you in the past? I don't think so. This is my first oh, time calling okay. in. Oh, okay. Oh, have you called in any other night or no? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. All right. Thank you. Okay, very good. Let me unmute you for one second, and then um, we'll come back to you. So, Father, we thank you for Barbara, Father God, in Jesus' name, Lord, uh, in Texas, Father. We thank you, Lord, for the blessings of the Lord upon her, Father, in Jesus' name, Jesus' name. So, um, I don't know what this is, but I see um, so. I see mittens on both of your hands. I'm not sure what that is. I don't know if there's a type of preservation um, that the Lord is doing um, with your hands. I don't know. I might have to look that up in my thing, in my, like, symbol. (laughs) So, Father, uh, we thank you, Lord. Father, we thank you, God, for what you're doing, God. And even, like, the warmth of his nature upon you in the name of Jesus. And then also there's a word um, here, and let me, let me do this. Let me just open up this. Um, and Matthew 13, I believe, you know, the Lord talks about, um, and Matthew 13, more than any other um, chapter like that. He talks about what the kingdom is like, like the kingdom is like unleavened bread. The kingdom is like a mustard seed. The kingdom is like, you know, the sower explained and the seeds and the purpose of the parables. Um, And he, and all, and more than anyone at all. And then at the end, he says, um, This song, and I'm at Psalm 52, verse 52, he said uh, to them that therefore every scribe or instructed concerning the kingdom of heaven is like a householder who brings out of his treasure things new and things old. And um, so that is going and, or a scholar, um, if you will, going and um, to the word of God. And seeing, you know, the very nature, the very, the very um, foundational things or the pillar things of the Holy Spirit, of the word that are unchanging, like the gospel and who Jesus is, that type of thing. So taking the old and then the new revelation um, upon that um, and coming upon that in Jesus' name. So I said, okay, let me just, do I have time for this? Let me see how many... I have one more caller, 608. We'll open your phone line. Um, I'm really close in time here. Let me see if I can do this really quick. 
sorry to Barbara, because I'm not sure I understand these mittens. Now, I don't know if that is something, I don't know if that's like symbolic or, I don't know. Okay, I don't want to say it out loud until I... Okay, and here where it says mittens, it says suggest that you are handling delicate matters. Um, that's what it's saying, that you are handling delicate matters. So let me hit the wrong button. Cut everything off. That was a close call. <laughs> okay, let me open your phone line. So there we go. Okay. Delicate matters, handling weight. Love mittens on. Um, when I pray, um, I do pray, and I walk. You walk in authority, and it's not that I want to offend anybody or do anything, but I pray the word, and the word is the word. So, I'll do the research on it, and you know, <laughs> and uh, thank you, Lord. I'll do the research on it. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure. Um, I mean, I was just seeing if that was something. Okay, so I did see mittens on your hands. I don't. Pardon me. I said it could represent something spiritual. Right, it could. And so I'm not sure. um, Yeah, I'm not sure what that is. I've never seen that. I mean, I've never even said that before or seen that before. (laughs) So I'm not sure. I'm not sure what that is. I just looked up a symbolic type of dream, you know, because sometimes the symbolism can be the same. But, but, you know, and I did say um, before I opened that, I don't know if it's a type of preservation. So I don't know if he's, you know, um, protecting your hands from something, you know, Um, but the, the book said something about handling delicate matters. Now, I don't know if that doesn't, if that doesn't, it with you then trash it you know like then just um yeah that part but the other part was the matthew thirteen fifty two of you know bringing forth things from the household that are both old and new so the foundations of scripture with the new revelation you know mm-hmm. and that is basically one of the prayers that i prayed today <laughs> um, oh. i went into the into the heavens and took authority in some situations and just, you know, cleaning the blood of Jesus, uh, coverings, and uh, taking care of things that we're supposed to do um, when it comes to interceding, travailing for different things. And once I, Mm -hmm. you know, once I give it to the Lord, I give it to the Lord. And, um, And that's done. And I just started thanking him. Or what he's getting ready to do, so I don't know. So if he give me revelation on something, um, I handle it. I handle it right. in the way that you know that the Lord would have me to do it, and I let let them know, yeah. you know, what I. Uh huh. Yeah. I would tell the and children. Actually, this is what I said. Yes, ma'am. Okay. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I was going to say no, why you were. Ahead. You were talking. I was um, 
what came to me was um, with these mittens is that what you were saying is you gave over to the Lord what was this like mm-hmm. it's no longer in your hands. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. It's no longer in your hands. Now that makes that resonates with my spirit right there. You know? Yeah. Um, yes. Thank you. Thank you. It it it, it coincides with Spirit. everything. It's, it's, it's confirmation in what I be praying, what I pray today, and what I do, and how I pray, and how that when I hear the good, the bad, the ugly, I give it back to God, and and I don't let people try to tie me into something. Um, you know, I just don't believe in certain things, and and well, this is such and such that that that. Uh uh-uh, uh, I'm not accepting it. So I'm just grateful that I know how to give things back to God and I know how to take care of situations because I'm one that stays before the presence of the Lord and I, I try to make sure that I'm clean every day. Yeah, that's every good. Day. So, yes, ma'am. That's very thank good. you. Well, do you have any? Amen. Yeah, well, thank you for yes, joining ma'am. us. Do you have any prayer requests? Yes, ma'am. Uh, here's someone right here that uh, wants prayer. Uh, on the other line, and I have him there. His uh, Daryl, Darren, and he's from Texas. So uh, my uh, okay. maintenance guy's here working and putting some fixing things for me. But I asked him, did he want oh. a prayer tonight? He said, yeah, sure. <laughs> oh, and that's who Darren is. Darren, uh huh. It's me. Wait, Darren, Darren or Aaron? Here he is. How are you? My name's Darren. 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 Okay, that's what I thought. Mm-hmm. Darren. Okay. okay. I thought I was saying it right. Okay. Okay, let me pray for you. Thank you for your time and being here. Um, and Darren, has there been a time in your life you prayed to receive Christ as your Lord and Savior? Of course. Yes. Okay, just verifying. Thank you for your confession of faith. So, Father, we thank you for Darren, Father. We just lift him up to you, God, and to your kingdom, Father, in the name of Jesus. I see the Lord doing a thing like, um, it's kind of like, well, um, but you're going to be soaring. It's like you start taking steps um, in the spirit, and then, you know, you're building the momentum, and you're jogging, and then you're running, and then you're soaring. You're taking off and soaring in the Lord. Um, you know, is building these steps for you to take, for you to soar and to continue on in the spirit and don't let um, anything hinder you um, in moving forward with the Lord and soaring because when you soar with the Lord, you're going to see differently. Like when eagles see, they see, you know, the circumference of the land and survey the land differently than when they're in one area, right? So they're soaring. So you're going to, the Lord's going to give you a different perspective to see things differently um, in new heights and in new levels, you know, and, and a new view um, to see those things as he's teaching you and leading you, you know, but he's created you um, for this place, you know, and he's been preparing you to move forward, you know, with it like a type of ex- acceleration in your momentum so that you can soar with him his ultimate goal for you is for you to 
find the place where you can just soar with the Holy Spirit so that he can speak to you and show you things and whatever, you know, I'm sure in relation to whatever your gifts are and however he's equipped you um, that the soaring, you know, those are going to go two by two and balance things out and grow. Um, And, you know, earlier, we were talking about going into the places of the unknown and unfamiliar, the Lord calling us out, um, inviting us, but taking us by his mighty right hand and guiding us and leading us in that. And, um, you know, him being there immediately if you need him and to ask him, but, um, but his desire is to take those steps of faith into the unknown. Um, and certainly I'm not talking about, uh, well, I'm certainly talking about being grounded in the word and the understanding of the word and the revelation and foundation of the word of God, but walking in congruent and concordance um, with the firm foundation, if you will. So praise God. Amen. Sounds good. Thank you. God bless you. You're welcome. God, God bless you too. Thank you. Okay, well, thank you. Thank you so much for calling. Thank you. God bless you. God bless you. Bye-bye. Okay, caller 608-960. Hi there. 608-960. Hey, this is Shannon in Wisconsin. Hey, Shannon. Okay, let me pray for you, and I'll mute this. I'll unmute it again in a moment. I'll take your prayer request. Father, we thank you for Shannon in Jesus' name. We just lift him up, God, before your altar. God, before before your throne of grace, God, we lift up um, Shannon before your throne of grace, Father God. In Jesus' name, Lord, and I see the Lord um, guarding you. Um, yeah, as you come to Him, you know He He um, He's He guards you, um, you know, so that you can see. Um, yeah, the guarding of um, it's not so much just protection like from evil although he tells us he delivers us from evil but it's a guarding like a sense where you don't get off track that's what I'm seeing as a guard um, guarding you as you come to the throne of grace so he so you do not get off track when you come to him and then you're staying um, you know on that path that he has for you so he's guarding you so that you don't go off track he's protecting that and um, stabilizing that. So we thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we thank you, Father God. Lord, for your hand and your heart. Lord, we thank you for the balance, um, Lord, um, at your throne, Father God. Lord, that that the Lord even has, like, mercy and grace. He has balance. He's offering um, his offerings to receive and to find um, at his throne as well, you know, that, that, they, um, that there's balances in what we receive 
and what we find, right? Because the word literally says, you will, at his throne of grace, you will receive mercy and find grace in your time of need. So um, I'm seeing even the balance from, right, you come to his throne and then you live that out. So your personal time with him and the balance of you receive from him. And then when you're walking out your day or going about your business, you're finding his grace. So that exchange of a balance and him guarding you um, to stay on track, if you will, or to stay on the path. That's what the guard is, is the guard is keeping you on the track and on the place that he has for you. So praise God. I'm glad you said about the staying on track part because I'm part of the reason I don't open up so easily to people is because I'm guarded against anybody sticking me in the back, which has happened before. So thanks for clarifying. Um, I wanted to ask if you pray for a connection with my wife and just a daily prayer. I'm going to keep praying until, until something happens. Okay, absolutely. Thank you for joining us. God bless you. So, Father, we thank you, Lord, for um, Shannon, God, and that connection. God, in the crossing of paths, Father God, um, and, the, you know, the uh, streets and, and how they cross and intersect and that, Father God, we pray for those places, Lord, the crossing over places, Father, for Shannon, Lord, um, and meeting his, his future wife, Lord. We thank you, Lord, um, in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, for preparing both of them, Father. We thank you for your goodness and for your care and how you're steadfast, Father. We know this is, um, Lord, that we're praying according to your will because your word says he who finds a wife finds a good thing. So we thank you, Father, again, how when Shannon makes these exchanges with you um, at the throne of grace, God, as he receives from you, God, let him find, Father God, um, let the findings of your grace be evident God, and the things that he asks and the desires that he asks, Lord, according to your will. God, and we know this is according to your will, Father. So we thank you, Lord. Let there be, um, as he's finding grace, let them be like, you know, evidences of the Holy Spirit's been there, like little dove tracks, you know, um, that are clues of where you have him and evidences of you working in his life, Father God, um, in the direction that he desires to head in to find a wife, Father. So we thank you, Lord, um, and just thank you, Father, just for the assurances and esteeming um, that your ways are higher than our ways, God. But still, Lord, you say at your your throne, the exchange and the... um, promise that we can find our grace and our time of need God so we thank you for those evidences and that for your nature of victory um, and your majesty and your blessing to be upon that in Jesus name amen okay so I'm way over thank you everyone for joining us God bless you have a good evening and shalom